Hello and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I want to apologize for the late start. Uh, normally, I'm on time. Real life stuff, folks. My mom is in the hospital, you know, and I'm I'm just trying to do the, do the good son deed. Uh, she'll she'll be better, hopefully soon. But sorry for the late start. Um, but I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to check out X Vlog Live. I don't even have an episode n- a number anymore at this point because it's just X-Vlog Live. It's just a Thursday show. Uh, today with me is someone that I consider to be an extension of my family. I love this guy. I think he is as real as they come. Uh, he is somebody that I unbelievably respect and look to help grow his channel with anything I can do. One half of Living Split Screen on Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Steel rain how are you doing brother boom dominus maximus as i said you to get at 10k man look um it's just a pleasure that you even reached out i was like yo still would you mind being on man and um anytime that i could be on i'm always ready and willing to be here um it's always beautiful conversations that i end up having with you always a good time and just so happens there seems to be a lot of smoke and a lot of fire happening yeah, I can't this week. See. There's between. so much smoke, man. I gotta, <laughs> gotta get it out of here. Hey, I've, I've been trying to get my my fire alarm off for the last <laughs> 10 minutes. It's not working. Um, but no, um, I greatly appreciate you for having me on today. Um, again, got a lot of things to get into. I think we're gonna have some awesome conversations and uh ready to get into it, man. Yeah, first of all, I want to thank, uh, we already have, wow, we got 100 people here already. That's, hey. that's bonkers. Uh, honestly, uh, again, I say this all the time, uh, podcasting, folks, isn't easy. Uh, and you, there's no guarantees in podcasting because, well, it's hard work. And to build an audience is not guaranteed. Very, very hard to do. And I am incredibly um, uh, thankful that I do have people that, you know, do reach out and, and, and listen to the podcast. Uh, today, folks, it is going to be a firestorm. Um, but real quick, after I'm done here, I'm going to take I'm going to take a fi- I'm going to take a half hour break uh, to handle some family stuff that got going on. And then you're going to find me on hanging out with Boxenberg on World of Gaming. Nice. That's right. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing this after tomorrow's show, Steel, which is Breakfast at Boom. Right. It'll be my seventh show of the week. Oh, <laughs> and I, I will officially have run the gauntlet and I'm going to sit in the dark, uh, maybe put on some headphones, listen to some good tunes Just and maybe kick. play some games yeah. at 12.05 tomorrow and kind of, kind of get catch a breath. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to get into. Now, obviously, I have this advertised as we're going to be talking about GTA to open up. Uh, we're going to segue yes. into... What's been going on with the Brazilian regulators uh, documentation that has made the way of Reddit, thanks mm-hmm. to the user Issa, uh, who uh, is uh, has been uh, dropping bomb after bomb after bomb. And uh, first we heard uh, from Sony and how they felt that, A, they couldn't make a game as uh, good as the AAA title known as Call of Duty. Uh, they, which I thought was incredibly insulting to their current, uh, you know, stature of incredible talent. Uh, they go, they go on to say in the in the first set of these documents that that broke last week, early last week, that um, they feel that Microsoft uh, owning Call of Duty could initially hurt their bottom line. Um, but we have a lot more information that really pins a light 
on Sony uh, and makes them really look like the bad guy that we know that they are. Uh, Look, uh, uh, Everborn Saga, who's a good friend of of Steele and myself and Mm -hmm. a lot of people in this community, he he posted something on Twitter today where he said, corporations aren't your friends. And that goes for Microsoft, that goes for Sony, that goes for Apple, that goes for Google. Pick your pick your corporation. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're in it for the money. But there is a difference on the way that Microsoft does it. Microsoft yes. is inviting. Always. Microsoft is inclusive, not exclusive, right? They make it they, they, they have understood that value, especially today. And I'm not talking about just you know yesterday or three weeks from now. I'm talking about value today is very, very different than it was two years ago. And people, you know, have to understand that, you know, the cost of milk is, is up. The cost of gas is up. The cost of, you know, everyone makes fun of me. The cream cheese is up, right? Yeah, everyone makes, makes a joke at, at Boom's expense for that. I like cream cheese. So I know I know because it's expensive. Uh, but what still remains a ton of value is Xbox Game Pass. Now, I understand there's going to be some people that are going to come in here that are Sony fans. And if you are a Sony fan and that's your brand, we want to say welcome because everyone is welcomed here. Uh, their race, creed, color, sexuality, it don't matter. You, you Come into the house. Put your feet up. Grab a beer. Grab a Dr. Pepper. You're welcome. Mi casa, su casa, right? Um, but there is a difference how things are being done, right? And you know, I have to pre- I, I have to put you know take the spotlight and, and put it onto Sony now mm-hmm. and say, well, what is Sony doing for their customers? What are they doing for the industry? Mm-hmm. Well, Steele, what they're doing is gouging you at every corner, right? That's what they are doing. They uh, okay. they charge you ten dollars for visual upgrades when you get that for free on Microsoft's uh, platform. They 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 uh, they they tell you that you can only play Marvel's biggest face on their platform, meaning Spider-Man. They've gone out of their way to when the Avengers launched to say that Spider-Man, even though it's a third party game. Well, if you have an Xbox, sorry, Charlie, you can't play it unless you buy the uh, PlayStation and you play it there. They've also charged ten dollars more this generation for their first-party games. Um, They are releasing later this year a remaster of the remake of the remaster, taking out factions, telling you that the graphics are to die for and that you're going to appreciate paying 70 bucks for it. When Mm -hmm. Microsoft would just give you the free upgrade for the price of, well, nothing. Um, and that's where we get into this conversation. Now, originally, we were going to talk about Grand Theft Auto up front. But then I thought about it and I said, you know what? What I have to say about Grand Theft Auto 6 really correlates with where Microsoft goes with Call of Duty. So I'm going to okay. roll reverse it, uh, uh, Steele. If, if hey, okay. I like it. Yeah, I like um, it. And I do want to, you know, again, like, like, like anything that I do, I like bringing the evidence to the conversation. You got a ton, out of 100%. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I, I have a ridiculous amount. Now, the reset era uh, 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 that has been on fire comes mm-hmm. to us. Of the, 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 the guy's name is Essa. 
Uh, he he released this. I don't know who he is, but he obviously is verified. And a lot of this now again, I heard uh, Hogue Law talk about this. Uh, this documentation was released, uh, and it was written in Portuguese, which he doesn't doesn't understand, and I I can't read Spanish either. Right. Uh, so uh, it was translated by Issa. And we, you know, again, take it with a grain of salt, but I, I have no reason to not believe him uh, right. on what was been translated. And I have some excerpts here regarding the, uh, the, the well, the hubbub, if you will, Steele, that uh, these are now Microsoft's response to Sony, how Sony put themselves and painted themselves right. as the victim here, which, look, folks... The reality is, is that I don't hate Sony. I have a PlayStation Five right here. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, I got about forty games, uh, but you know that that are you know some older titles that I that that you know I have the mm-hmm. upgrades for, or just you know the the disc. I, I'm I'm in it. You know, I got the headphones, I got uh, an extra controller, I got the camera. Like I like I'm I'm invested, so I don't want to see Sony fall to the wayside because then I lose. But the right. reality is, is that Sony has painted themselves as this the victim here and i think what aggravates the f out of me uh steel mm-hmm. is that they have d- everything that they're complaining about they have done to microsoft tenfold over and oh, this yeah. is going back years oh, right yeah. mm-hmm. i mean or the, the easiest one is they lock spider-man the face of marvel behind the playstation 4 no yeah. spider-man game will exist on a, on the Xbox platform, unless it's something old, right? a game that's traditionally been multiplayer, right, Bone? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely has. Uh, anybody yeah. still waiting for Final Fantasy VII? Now, Steel, I know that I, I, you know, I know this, you know, the people are, you know, accuse me of having a mock sticker uh, on, on my my special edition. Oh, they accuse you of that. Oh, okay. yeah, hmm. I, I've gotten the DMs. Oh, boom, you made up that PlayStation sticker, folks. I can oh, assure okay. you that I. It's just not that serious. I got like a lot of real life stuff that I deal with that no one knows about because I'm a private kind of a guy with certain things. And I don't ask for help because I'm going to handle my business, right? Well, I have the special edition of Final Fantasy VII Remake because guess what? It's not on Xbox. And I thought it was going to be. So I bought it once and was going to gladly buy it again. But Mm -hmm. it's still not here. Final Fantasy XIV. Is that on Xbox? No. Final Fantasy 16, is that coming to Xbox? Probably not, at least for two years. What about, um, what's the one with the, with the female that looks really interesting? Uh, Forspoken, another one. Now, this, these are all Square Enix, you know, uh, um, yeah. you know games. Right. But you know, I, this, yeah. is, this is what they're doing. So Sony is trying to paint themselves as this victim mm-hmm. of the industry when they have been the dominant bully of this schoolyard for decades. Right. And I think, again, mm-hmm. as, as a content creator who likes Xbox, like that's, I, I, I will admit it to you, that is my first place I go. I have over a mm-hmm. thousand games on Xbox. That, that I, that's, my, that's, that's my home. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does not mean that I don't have a thousand hours in Animal Crossing. That doesn't mean that I didn't platinum right. Spider Man. And, uh, you know, Spider-Man 2018, and I'm one trophy away from uh, platinuming um, Miles Morales. You've got a rotation, I, right? Right, right. Yeah. So 
uh, Steele, before I get into um, some of the, the documents that or, or the responses from Microsoft, yeah. I kind of want to get your opinion on it. You had a chance to digest this. Uh, yeah. what, 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 what are your thoughts of what's going on here? Um, my thoughts about the whole hubbub or all the issues that are going on or so, Sony kind of pitching themselves as the victim, as you so uh, elegantly put, I think it's hilarious, uh, mainly because this is something that Sony has been traditionally known for since the beginning of time for as long as I can remember. Um, I'm a 90s kid, so again, I grew up in that Sega uh, Nintendo going into the, you know, PlayStation, PlayStation 2 era. And I saw those consoles kind of fall off and go to the wayside and PlayStation, the PlayStation 2 really become the main console um, because of the DVD drive and making it just being literally what they pitched initially being the center of your entertainment. Uh, console or whatever the case may be because everybody had those back in the day entertainment stand you got the big old speakers uh you got the tv in the middle uh, i got all your vcrs and everything in it and everybody had that I, back in the dude day. can i can i tell you a quick story let, <laughs> yeah, me, let, let, let me tell you what my setup was back in those 90s now again folks i'm old so you might not remember this i apologize if you don't um i'm a fighting guy fighting game guy like i had i had uh both uh I think um, I had both Neo Geos. I had the the cart. I -hmm. had a disc. I had a Sega uh, Saturn with everything Mm -hmm. imported. I had a Dreamcast with everything imported. I'm a Capcom Mm -hmm. stan out the yin yang. And what I did, and and my God, I'm so sad that I don't have this these days. Now I had a 36 inch tube TV with Toshiba, (laughs) and that mother effer weighed. Like 200 yeah. pounds. It took the my room. brother, my two brothers, and my friend to bring it up when we got it here to this yep. apartment that ridiculous. I'm in now. It's ridiculous, right? But back in the days, I had the 36-inch TV. Now, right above it, I don't know if you remember this TV. It was called the GX TV. Do you remember that? That sounds it, familiar. Okay. It, it would close. And when you opened it up, they were the speakers. Yep. I, did, I, did, I do remember, remember that. that? Yep. I do this, remember it that. It was a 36-inch TV. Steel. I drilled it to the wall right above the 36-inch TV, and I would I dual uh, had dual screens. So when I was playing the fight wow, games, that's funny. people would, would be over the house watching and right. like the arcades. It was a dude. That's dope. That that's please, super dope. But exactly, but exactly <laughs> like that. When you were when you were going, you had all that set up, and then Sony made everything so streamlined down to the point where, hey, you just get this PS2, and it basically gets rid of all those extra devices that you got in there. You pop a disc in, use it for your DVDs, music, whatever the case may be. Sony has always been along this lines of having an IP or having product or having something of value to pull in their consumer base because that's what it's about, right? You own a company, you own that type of business, especially when you're in entertainment. And for Sony, who is known, this is a key point I want people to remember, Sony is known for hardware, period, point blank, end of story. So for me... To see Sony now, after let's we'll fast forward almost two decades now. We're in 2022. PlayStation Five, Xbox Series consoles, PlayStation. Uh, the only competition that PlayStation has ever really seen is Nintendo. And then, uh, if we want to consider that competition, let's be honest. But um, that's a whole different 
category on itself. But the only other competition they had was the Xbox 360. And some say, oh, well, they caught up, which, which, whatever the case may be. You transcribe that however you'd like. But let's just be honest and say Microsoft, as the little brother, as I like to call them, came into an industry where they're only known, uh, where they were only known for services, created a console off the back end of the Dreamcast and started to make a mark for themselves, especially with the 360 console. Going into the Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, everybody knows, PlayStation 4, uh, the PlayStation doubled down and stomped on the neck of Microsoft. There was, There's also quotes out there. You guys do, do the research, but I'm pretty sure you've heard. Sony was on a mission to kill Microsoft that generation. Did it end up happening? Uh, to each your own. Everybody has their different version. Did the Xbox One do as well as the 360? No, it didn't to all the faults of what xbox was kind of going through trying to and again if you guys haven't seen the power on documentary check it out it tells you a lot of that back end story it gives you a little bit of a better idea at least but the reason i bring that up is that the power on documentary itself kind of shows you where xbox was at during that time and also blatantly shows you that microsoft wasn't taking gaming seriously as at least on a console front it wasn't a pillar of microsoft it was just xbox hey microsoft's like hey you got the it xbox was the, it was the little brother uh, uh it was the cousin of the little brother that yes. no one cared about yes exactly yes. oh those guys down the street oh in that building over yeah we haven't <laughs> sent anybody over. i don't know what they're got going on over there until things started to change so 2017 Phil Dominus, maximus aurelius spencer got the yes. seat at the table so things change and I'll fast forward some more because a lot of people know this, know this back end. But what I'm trying to get to is that Sony made Microsoft look at things differently. They made Xbox look at things differently. They were forced to. Why? Because Microsoft up to 2017 only had, what, five or six studios? Five that studios, they were, brother. Five that they were, studios. Yeah. That they were making, that they were basing their whole identity off of. Versus a competitor who has been doing this since the early 90s with ease and is already has everything set up to be perfectly um, inept for or perfectly adapt to hardware and everything. Microsoft came in and made that stand. So things are moving differently. Services, again, people forget PlayStation also started their first service um, with PlayStation Now and everything. Um Excuse, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but um, they did start that first, and that was, I believe, 2014. And there wasn't much that was built off of that. So you get to 2017, Game Pass becomes this thing, and now we're seeing 2022 where Game Pass was a gamble. Sony doing it in 2014 was a gamble, but you saw that it wasn't something that they were wanting to take seriously. No, we want our people to pay full price for our games because our the old adage or the old model is you buy my console, you buy these games, I get exclusive rights, and you have to come play in my ecosystem if you want to deal with any of these things. 100%. Microsoft has opened the book up not only the checkbook, but also the just the how, the rule book per se, and said, you know what? We've <laughs> been trying that. to play this same game with PlayStation since the OG Xbox. Obviously, it's not working. Yeah, we've we've made some headroom as far as online gaming goes, and that's what we're known for. Because still to this day, Microsoft and Xbox are known as the Xbox is known as the multiplayer dude bro console box. 
Sony, still to this day, the PlayStation is known as the single player box or the free to play box, which is perfectly fine. Those adages kind of grew over the years because PlayStation initially had it free for you to play online. But it's funny to me to see now Sony kind of dig, kind of dig in their bag and um, kind of pull a pigeon out the bag, right? Like they're doing magic tricks in your face. Like, hey, uh, you see this hand, but it's really in this hand, right? And what they're trying to do is get the consumer base, the people who support Sony, because again, y'all can look at these numbers, uh, but we cursed the numbers a little bit on living split screen um, and actually pulled up some actual information. Sony is number seven in brand recognition. Yeah, dude, That means across the world. In the world, bro. Across the, across the world. <laughs> that means anywhere that you go, people know what a PlayStation is. Absolutely. That's a That's powerful so, thing. And, and, and what's interesting, I just want to uh, no, stress the fact PlayStation, not Sony. No, PlayStation. 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 So under, think about this for a second. The world is a pretty big place, right? I mean, <laughs> to say the least, number seven in the world. So Sony is known everywhere. Yep. You know where Xbox is on that list? I think you guys said it's like 30 or something like that. Something they're, they're, they're down, they're like down. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. They're down there. And Whereas, you know, it's not going to be the same with Windows, but neither here or there. Microsoft has their mind share in other places, but not specifically in gaming. Right. So when you have that strong of a mind share, when you have that strong of brand recognition, of course, you're going to go to a place like Brazil where it's openly, it's openly known that this is a place where you go. Well, if you go to this place nine times out of ten, there's going to be information that comes out. Um, people are probably going to leak it because uh, Brazil's open about that information and everything. So, with that being said, I think it was more so a strategy of theirs, although kind of a pee poor strategy. I don't I want to say the whole thing, but Hola made the point that I don't understand why Sony didn't double down more so on the Game Pass perspective of things versus more so as of more so focusing on uh, the Activision and Blizzard deal because they would have had a I and I agree with Hoglaw shot the Hoglaw to where they probably would have had a better ground to stand on if they would have looked at the subscription model in gaming because Microsoft is onto something now our subscription models new no is this the first person are Microsoft the first ones to do it no. But they are the first ones to make it as, let's see, attractive as it has been here recently, and making it so forward-facing for the consumer. So for Sony to go to, uh, to go to these things and say, "Hey, well, you know, we can't. There's no other game out there like Call of Duty. Oh, we don't have anything internally to really um, to compete with that." They're not necessarily lying, and I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, aren't they downplaying their own studios and?" Uh, kind of talk a mess about them and why would their own studios now believe in Sony? Uh, I don't think it's that. I, I think they're saying what needs to be said for the their bottom line, for the, right. for the business aspect of it. Now, grant, right. again, again, granted, you know, if you're, if, look, you, you can't argue that if you work for one of these studios and you hear that, you're like, really? Really, mm -hmm. SIE? You know what right. I'm saying? But at the same time, it's, it's, this is a business play. And again, one right. one, one, one as soon as Steele is done giving his spiel, which has been a, a, absolutely on fire, oh, I'm going to I'm going to read 
what Microsoft had to say. And you know something? Mm-hmm. I know Microsoft gets a bad rap with the whole Kumbaya stuff, but even Hoaglaw in his last video, which was 48 minutes long, and mm-hmm. it's brilliant. Good well, with it. And he went live for the first time. He doesn't usually do these things live, but he did it live, and it's up for VOD. If you're not subscribed yeah. to Hoaglaw, shame on you. Go check, check this out. out. He actually said their response was very aggressive. Mm-hmm. No, Microsoft's response was very aggressive, and I definitely want you to dive in that here in a second. Um, but just to wrap up uh, the Sony side of things and how they're kind of approaching the situation, I do think that Sony is starting to recognize that, again, they've said the same thing in those documents to where them themselves have said that, hey, the subscription model is actually kind of, it's, it's, com- it's competing with our you just buying the game straight up model. It, it is. The yeah, reason, and it's the old dinosaur way of thinking. Yeah. And the reason why subscription models work is because of ease of access. It's yeah. easy to get somebody to pay 10, 15, 20 bucks for something versus you saying, Hey, I need 60, $70 right now. I'm most your, t- your, your common consumer is going to look at that and be like 15, 20 or 60, $70. Yeah, sure. And people run with the, Oh, well, you're one game. You're, you only play. No, that's not what it's about. And obviously, you guys don't understand the bigger picture because, yeah, it starts off with one game. The problem now is that people buy one game for $70 and then they don't want to buy anything else because who wants to spend more money, more money on games that they may or may not be interested in. Where we've seen with subscription services have been proven to get more engagement out of the consumer. Might it's come fun, in for it, one it, thing. It, it's it's funny another. you say that, Steele, because I, I do want you to actually press the button on this point because you and I had an incredible conversation in the green room. Right. Right. We talked about consumers, mm-hmm. me, you, mm-hmm. 300 people in the chat. We're all consumers, right? Are you more inclined to drop 20 bucks down on Halo Infinite or Fall Guys or uh, the multiverse if it's free to play? Or it's in a service that you just press the download button and you do it? Or are you going to really think twice? Well, damn, I just spent 7643 for that Call of Duty game. I don't know, man. I'm already in the ba- I'm already in the hole. You, if you spend another $30, you're already at $100. Whereas if you spend 15 bucks, 20 bucks a month, whatever you want that number to be, whether you're on PlayStation or in the Xbox ecosystem, it's easy for you to spend another $20. It's just like, oh, I didn't spend 60 for the game. I got another at least $40. I'm... It's a mental, it's mental gymnastics that you start playing with yourself I love that as term. the consumer. I love it. <laughs> and the other, the other biggest example that I can get, it's like you go into the grocery store. Sure, you could have been going there just for groceries. But what if you see a, a nice iron? What if you see a nice mug? What if you see a piece of candy that you're just like, oh, I didn't own really need this Snickers bar, but it's right here next to the checkout. Might as well grab one. Oh, a soda? I've done oh, that 10 man. Times. A hundred times, dude. Every, every Everybody does it. Yeah. And that's the same kind of thinking that Microsoft has kind of started putting into the place, the consumer, which is what Sony doesn't necessarily want because they're so, because they are used to that old adage. They've been doing business the same way this entire time. Mm-hmm. Although under, like under the blanket, kind of peeking out a little bit saying, Hey, uh, our services are they're doing they're doing all right we're, we're seeing some numbers over here but we still want you to buy our games for 70 dollars. so yeah um it's just sony's trying to play all their cards that they have possible um trying to paint however they can again 
when you have that type of brand recognition, when so many people know who you are, it's easy to pitch a story. The news does it all the time. You can pitch a story and then your consumer base is going to run, twist, flip that story however they need it to, to make sure that you're still looked in, uh, in the proper manner. So. Well, look, you know, it, 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 to br- again, I'm all about evidence. Obviously, everyone knows, or maybe you don't know, I'm a retired New York City police officer. I spent 21 years serving my own personal community where I grew up. So it was a, it was a magical career. I had an unbelievable career. I was Sorry. a youth yeah. officer for most Beautiful. of my career, even went back to the same high school that I nice. graduated from. And stopped a huge amount of uh, gang problems that were in there in my later years as a police officer. So as a police officer, whenever I went to court for something, I needed evidence, right? And I have brought documentation to really stand on this on this circle. And I want to start with the first one. Uh, uh, Steele, a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was some controversy regarding uh, the Capcom leaks and Resident Evil Village uh purposely being held off of xbox game pass uh because we had heard numerous times with numerous games that sony has a clause in every one of their new contracts Mm -hmm. that is considered to be the anti game pass clause yeah so you want to again this this just goes to the the the, why i'm bringing this up and why it's relevant to this conversation that we're, we're currently having is the victim that Sony pretends that they're, they're playing, which is sickening. So the Sony contract document that I have in front of me was posted by Twitter user Alfred Lemeche, and he posted this. And it says, play, uh, and, I, and I'm going to read you an excerpt directly from the document and how you know that this is real. This isn't fake. This isn't someone wrote this up. This is a real document. I see the document. I have the document in front of me. And it's real because both Sony and Capcom have filed a copyright claim against said documents that have made their way to social media. And I'm going to read it to you, folks, exactly what the contract says regarding holding game the anti game pass clause so get mm-hmm. ready and i quote during the term publisher shall not authorize assist or encourage any third party to include the game in any competitive subscription service that is competitive with any playstation cons- uh, subscription service including but not is limited to google stadia pro uh, pro subscriptions and this is where the Xbox comes into the conversation. Microsoft Xbox Live Gold, Project X Cloud, or Xbox Game Pass service, or similar competitive platforms of uh, subscription services. And there you go, folks. Now, again, I understand. I'm not a boob. It's business, right? It's big business. And Sony wants to protect their marketing rights, mm-hmm. but they put these things in there. And again, I, I bring this up because of how that they claim to be the victim in this whole thing. Now, uh, more information that I have, uh, and these, these, this commentary comes away of this Brazilian government leak, uh, that comes the way of reset era. And, uh, this is what Microsoft had to say regarding Sony's latest claims. Mm -hmm. And it says this, and I quote, 
Microsoft believes that Sony's isolated position can likely be explained by the fact that Microsoft's subscription game offering, Game Pass, was launched as Microsoft's competitive response to Xbox's failure in the console wars and that they needed to offer players additional value compared to the buy-to-play traditional model. In this way, Game Pass threatens to compete more effectively with the buy-to-play model, which Sony has successfully adopted. Almost literally, and this comes again, this is, I quote from Microsoft, in short, Sony is not resigned to having to compete with Microsoft's subscription service. Sony's public outcry on subscription games and the company's response are clear. Sony doesn't want attractive subscription services to threaten its dominance in the market for digital distribution of console games. In other words, Sony rails against the introduction of new monetization models capable of challenging its current business model. Yep. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to bombard everyone with it. I want to digest what we just wrote. Uh, what I what I just read, and. Uh, what what is your response to Microsoft? Because like I said, we we have heard from numerous places. I mm-hmm. even thought it was aggressive. I I loved it. I thought that this was the yeah, Microsoft was I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they went out there and they let the Brazilian government, among others. And again, remember this is this isn't just Brazil. They have to do the same thing in the EU. They have mm-hmm. to do this in uh, in Europe. There are other places. Uh, that 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 they're doing the exact same thing that haven't been made public because Brazil's ideology when it comes to big business is let the people Open. know what's going yeah. on. Now that's not everyone, but that's that's what we're working with. Uh, what what are what are your thoughts on what I just read, Steele? Um, my thoughts when when I hear it again from you, and then when I also read it, essentially, um, I wrote Pong a little bit into the DMs about it too. I was like, that is. Now, I'm not going to say it was extremely aggressive, but it was definitely hitting the nail exactly on the head um, as somebody who is in competition with Sony. Um, whether Microsoft says that directly or not, um, I know they have said in the past that, oh, we don't see Sony as a competitor. Um, but let's also be honest and say, that's business speaking. Of course, Microsoft sees Sony as competition um, because they're both in the gaming atmosphere. This is just doubling down. This is like... <laughs> this is this is basically Microsoft saying Sony suck it up, man. You've been doing this for how long, and now you want to complain and say that we're we're doing something bad to the industry, although we've proven that we're getting more engagement than you've previously had before, and your very own Jim Ryan came out and said that your own player base wasn't enough. So that's what I got from it personally. And, and that came directly from who who said that, Steel? Jim Ryan said Jim Ryan. That. Yeah, that, that was Jim he Ryan told, himself. He told the, the Sony loyalists, you yeah. folks are not enough. You folks who wait three to five years to buy our games at full price for them to sell 15, 20 million copies. And again, I don't want to make those numbers seem small because that's the other that's the other thing. People hear those, oh, you're trying to make it seem like it's a small, no other, not many games do that. That is the point. It does not work in today's environment, in today's society. The console and PC market is tapped out around 500 million. Phil wants to reach 3 billion people. How do you do that? You open things up. You give people accessibility. Instead of give people a different mindset. 
hey, we know that Sony said you got to pay 60, 70 bucks for games, but guess what? We got a service. Hey, we, we got day and day. Hey, you got um, frame boost. Hey, we got resolution boost. We, hey, we're doing all these things, iterating again on something that Microsoft has always been good at, and that's customer service, making sure that their consumer base is taken care of, making sure that they keep that retention high because those things matter. And I, Microsoft has that in spades where Sony doesn't. It's easier to keep somebody invested who's a multiplayer gamer versus somebody who's a single player gamer because once you play that game, you're either in or you're out. And there are a lot of people who can play those single player experiences over and over and over again. And shout out to you guys. You guys are having a great time. That's what's up. I'm not one of those people. And a lot of people aren't so some of those people. We might have been back in the day. But when the average gamer is 30 years old, we're not that type of people. And even the younger gamers, they're not that. My kids don't care for single-player games like that. My neighbor's kids don't care about single-player games like that. What nope. games are they playing? Nope. Ask yourself that question. What type yeah. of content are they consuming? Look at who they're talking to. Look at who they were talking to 20, 15 years ago, right? Talking to people like myself yes. who now come up. I came up with the internet. So, yes, online gaming is a major thing for me. So it also has skewed my perspective on things. When I grew up, I didn't have, I can, I can be honest and say, I didn't come up with a lot of money. I had to make choices. Now, I don't have to make that choice. If I'm unsure about a game and it's coming into Game Pass or coming into another subscription service, I just told Boom, I never played Ghost Recon Wildlands. I'll give you guys an example. Ghost Recon Wildlands came into Game Pass and Game Pass PC. I, I played it. I'm having a great time with it. I thought about it in the past. I was like, I don't know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks for Ghost Recon. Cool. Came into the Game Pass, played. I'm having a good time with it. You know what that did? Because I didn't really have to spend any additional money for it. It's part of my subscription. I don't even think about my subscription. Keep in mind what I'm saying. Same thing I do with Netflix, Disney. Same thing that everybody else does. But in gaming, all of a sudden, everybody's looking at their bills every month. Oh, man, look at my subscription for my gaming. Oh, it's, it's out of line. Gaming, it's different. For some reason, which I don't get, but get back to my point. I played Ghost Recon Wildlands, having a good time with it because it was in Game Pass. I, not even thinking about it, was like, "All right, well, how much is a season pass?" I was ready to pay twenty nine ninety nine, thirty nine ninety nine for a season pass to get all the content. But lo and behold, there's another subscription service where I can pay fifteen bucks a month in Ubisoft Plus and get all the content. And who knows? I mean, I'm not going to go back to the game after I beat it. So that 15 bucks a month versus the 30, 40 I was getting ready to spend. Yep. Boom. That's that's all. That's ecstasy to me now. That's ecstasy to my mind now. Oh wow! I just got a deal. This is a. I didn't pay nothing for the game, and I just I paid 15 bucks to play this game, and all the deal. Oh man, I'm in heaven right now. It does. It's going. To, if I'm thinking like that as an avid gamer. What is it going to do when your typical consumer looks at these same things? Sure, you can use the argument, yeah, it's one game. Oh, Call of Duty, sports games. It only takes one game for you to get involved in the ecosystem. It only takes one game for you then to look at, okay, well, if I got to get the subscription, what else am I getting part of that? Um, so again, just to touch back on the point that you were hitting on uh, with that uh, article that you brought up there, Boom. 
Microsoft is essentially just doubling down um, and letting Sony know, like, look, man, we're you were you were the big bully on the park. You were the big kid on the block. You were the one on the corner really selling it to the people. And everybody's in your pockets. Everybody, everybody's there waiting. But we're doing some things differently and people see it. You may not want to see it, but we're not the ones that are anti-consumer or are known for that. We're not the ones trying to sell our consumer-based $70 games when it doesn't need to be that way. When digital games are bigger than ever, where you're not shipping games to stores, where we're now seeing physical copies of games come out months later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? To that point, let me continue with the documentation that was made public by the Brazilian government. And these are Microsoft's responses. Remember, these are being translated by the Reset Era poster. So I'm going to read verbatim and I, you know, just stand by. He says, Microsoft believes that Sony does not present any element to substantiate the claim that Call of Duty would be a separate market from all other categories of games. Sony is limited to commenting on Call of Duty's brand strength and loyalty and engagement. However, claiming that Call of Duty has a loyal following is a premise from which the conclusion that the game is a category of a game uh, is a category of games in itself does not follow. The PlayStation itself has a foundation of established by the player by by loyal players to its brand. This finding, however, does not lead to the conclusion that the PlayStation or any branded product with loyal consumers is a separate market from all other consoles. Um, it also goes on to say, uh, such a finding, the extreme conclusion that Call of Duty is a game category all by itself is simply unjustifiable under any quantitative and qualitative analysis. And it continues, Microsoft believes that Call of Duty has several rivals as corroborated by the companies consulted by the uh, CADE and the and the confidential data shared. And what that sentence is referring to is they basically asked uh, EA, they asked Apple, they mm-hmm. asked Take Two, they asked all of the all of the third party makers if they feel that they don't have a product that could stand up to, to call of duty. And they were like, yeah, we do. We have apex legends. We have Fortnite. Mm-hmm. We, there, there are, mo- there are multiple examples of other free to play games or, you know, the, the, the model yeah. that Sony is continues to use is the, is the, is the pay to buy model, which play. is what they're concerned about going away. Now mm-hmm. they, you know, remember in this, in the original documentation that was made uh, public last week, Sony came out and said that PlayStation's number one third-party revenue source is Call of oh. Duty. That that's that's a fact, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. and that's because the casual audience, which people people do not want to talk about this deal, people want to just brush off because I, I, I I'm Citizen Hardcore. I'm telling you, Citizen Hardcore, you're ten percent of the market, fifteen percent on a good day, on the best <laughs> day, you're fifteen percent. Yeah. Right, eighty plus percent of the market currently today, this thir- this Thursday steal is the casuals, is the normies. They are the, they are the audience that were wowed 
by what Sony did last gen. And they had every right to be. Sony dominated last gen because they were in the news for their first party games. Their first party games, listen, I get it. There's Xbox guys and gals yeah. like, ah, boom, I don't care about them. I hear you, but I do. Right, I'm I'm a part of the crew that hangs with Sony with these over the shoulder third uh, third person story driven oh, yeah. narrative focused mm-hmm. walking sims. I dig yeah. that. That's what I dig. Right. I so the, here's the here we go. Uh, you know, again, this this these responses were from Microsoft. Uh, I, I I feel that they're definitely a little froggy for sure. That they have no problem leaping. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm happy that they did come out and say these things because, like I said, in the original documentation from last week, Sony did paint themselves as this, you know, limping victim that rolled into the ER that just got beat down. And, you know, it's it, 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 it's it's BS. We know it's BS. And I, I'm I honestly, Steele, I'm happy to know that Microsoft is standing up to this. See, and and that's the that's my major thing because the one thing that I miss is the competition, the back and forth, and it hasn't been that way for a couple decades. Uh, let's let's be real. Um, since the Sega early Sega Nintendo Sony days, there hasn't been competition like that where people are like blatantly coming out and saying, "Hey, you know, such and such is doing whatever, trying to prove why they're." ecosystem or why their system is better and for to see microsoft come out and do these types of things hopefully is going to reinvigorate sony to maybe tap back into those types of things to where maybe they i don't see this happening but maybe they come back to an e3 and have that where you have your xbox show and you got your sony show and you got all your consumer base talking about man did you see that no did you see that oh bro you saw what they're putting out who, who, who got it better right now? Opening up the conversation more. But no, Sony doesn't want to do that. They want to control the narrative. They want to make sure that their consumer base is allowed to spin whatever story yep. they need to spin by giving you a, hey, well, here's a, here's a little showcase of this God of War. Here's a little showcase of this Horizon. Here's a little, oh, by the way, we, we believe in generations, just not yet. Not, not yet. We're, we'll get there though, but Richard, we still want you to pay seventy dollars for this game. I, yeah. I know I remade this game twice, but three I, times this if you time, count the PC. But, uh, yeah, if you got the PC, yeah, I got the PC. But hey, well, if I take some content out, it, it's coming. The content that we promised you in this other game, it's coming. But um, I'm gonna release this to you. Take out some content. Say it's still valued at X dollar, yep. and sell it to you again when. If you just do a little bit of crunching the numbers and everything, it, it doesn't have to be this way. And that's what so that, and that's essentially what Sony is fighting back against, which is exactly what Microsoft is trying to speak to. Um, because Sony doesn't want things to change. And that's that's just been a, a blatantly obvious. So and listen, folks, we're gonna get to the GTA six. I mean, again, I probably I, I I probably should have uh, did another thumbnail because it, it is pitched as this being the big story, and obviously news changes i do have mm-hmm. one last thing i want to get uh to uh from itis of reset era that he puts in here and I, i'll get your final opinion i'm we're going to roll into the gta topic because we're already almost an hour i didn't realize that we were going to be an hour on this but if you can go a few minutes more we'll uh we'll go a few minutes mm-hmm. more uh steel from here okay this is this is uh this is what itis had to say uh, this is his opinion and then i'm going to read the quote 
from Microsoft that he puts in, in, in the notation here. He says, seeing how Sony is a leader in the mm -hmm. distribution of digital games, Microsoft mm -hmm. sees Sony's concern about the eventual exclusivity of Activision's content as incoherent and that it only reveals this. And this is coming directly from Microsoft, folks. The fear regarding an innovative business model that offers high-quality content at low cost to players, threatening a leadership that was forged from yep. a device-centric strategy yep. and focused on exclusivity throughout the years. I mean, listen, folks. Can, I, I mean, are we all on the same page here, the 300-plus people we have? Sony has been funneling their fan base to the PlayStation 4 and now the PlayStation yes. 5 through what? Exclusive, exclusive content. Yep. You can't get Spider-Man on an Xbox, so where are you going to go? You're going to buy a PlayStation. You can't play the newest Final Fantasy because it's only on a PlayStation. That's where you're going to want to buy it if uh, unless you're going to wait the two years. And if you're waiting, and like many people here, including myself, are still waiting for Final Fantasy VII to come, we know that that and integration were money bagged, right? We know that Sony said, hey, listen, here's a bag of money. Don't put that on, 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 to the, on to our competitor in mm -hmm. Xbox. Mm -hmm. This is what they're doing. So I, I find it almost ironic, Steele, that Sony would, com would complain about, oh, well, we're going to lose Call of Duty and then we're going to be in trouble. Well, you know, in the words of the great and late Richard Pryor, tough titty. Or in, the, in your own words, why don't you go make games yeah, that make can games. compete? Yep. Where's your multiplayer games at, Sony? If that's if it's really that big of a deal, you don't have anything to compete. I mean, Bungie has Destiny. Oh, but Destiny is for the streets, though, right? Destiny's for everybody, right? Oh, but you couldn't lock that one down. So, what are you going to do? And that it is basically what this is telling me this whole engagement is blatantly telling me personally that sony is identifying that they are a bit behind the curve as far as services go as far as giving their consumer base something else that will keep them tied in outside of that third party um call of duties fortnites apex anything outside of that they themselves don't have anything to speak for. And they realize that they have to have those things if they want to be able to continue making the games like they want, uh, to continue to give you those single-player experiences. Although you have a $100 million budget for a game, you're selling the games at $67 a pop, you're making your money back. You'd be making your money back if it was in a subscription. So it's just, it's, it's tit for tat. And there's a lot of ground to be proven here too um, because we don't know. Xbox could be, again, they're right on top of the curve, but you can also fall right through. You can fall right through the right through the floor. It could be a glitch in the matrix, and then all of a sudden, you're falling for forever, and that could happen to Microsoft because they're double, triple, again, $80 billion in gaming. Nobody else has spent that type of money. Nobody, not even Sony. Nope. The people that are so, hold so near and dear to your heart. Nine, even Sony has spent that kind of money. But Microsoft made sure to do that so that you know as the consumer, so that Sony knows as the competition that they're serious and yeah. that they do want the consumers to start looking at things differently. It doesn't have to be the archaic thinking that we're used to. 
Well, I mean, obviously, all you got to do is look back to, uh, you know, Sony had this in their in their brain pan for a while. Remember, they bought Gaikai for like 300 million. Mm -hmm. They had a streaming service that was uh, that started in 2014. Mm -hmm. And they just like what Sony does with a lot of the things they start. They don't finish. And obviously that, you know, it has evolved now. PlayStation Plus and and and, and PS Now are now integrated into one thing. And it's, you know, you have your three tiers. Mm -hmm. But it took them a long time uh, to to get there, and 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 we've seen this time and time again. Why, why do you think Microsoft just spent nearly eighty billion dollars in the last three years? Because they got their teeth kicked in by Sony last generation. Because it didn't have anything. Five studios compared to yep. somebody who's been doing it since the nineties. You're into you're in the two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> you're two thousand seventeen and don't have anything to show for. Like, and people wonder where the games is at. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they're they're being worked on. Like, yeah. you can't do anything about that. The other question, the other question is, why isn't the competitor doing something to take advantage? They were trying to kill them, right? What happened to the kill? You didn't. The kill command went went out the window. What happened? Yeah. Water sixty six wasn't given like it should have been. Some someone messed so, some someone messed up. But listen, okay. folks, let's let's uh, let's get into GTA. Why it's important so. to this conversation. Obviously, there's been a ton of GC, uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 leaks, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, depending on what, you know, where you fall on the side of, is it the woke GTA? Is mm -hmm. it going to be the woke GTA? Folks, listen, here's the thing. My wife is Latina, okay? I am a shaken big bag of races. My family is origination comes from Madrid, Spain. A lot of people don't know that. They see the white skin, they say, oh, white boy. Trust me, take the shaking big bag. That's what I am. That's, I'm, I'm a, a host of, of, of culture. Um, it was brought out that it's going to take place in a fictional, uh, a fictional uh, Miami, which is bringing us right back to Vice City, which is my favorite, still my favorite right. GTA mm -hmm. of all time. Uh, I remember standing online in Yonkers uh, with my brother, Neo Mental, uh, at Dragon's Den. And if you're from New York, Ooh. you probably know who Dragon's Den were. They don't, they don't exist anymore. And they gave out uh, razor blade keychains uh, for everyone that stood stood there for the midnight launch of it, and we played all night long. It was, it was just amazing. Um, so I'm excited going back to Miami, uh, and obviously we have heard that this is going to have the lead protagonist is going to be a female. It's the first time for the uh, the franchise. She is Latina, which I think is amazing because again, yeah, so, I have cool. I have family. I like My wife is Latina, so I think that is awesome. Um, uh, it's going to have a Bonnie and Clyde-esque overarching story. So there's going to be a second male character that you're going to be mm -hmm. probably using on and off. And, which is dope. And, which is dope. But as 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 excited as, as a lot of people are for GTA and, and Grand Theft Auto, it moves the needle. Like it in the in the mm -hmm. public zeitgeist, yeah. when you say GTA, people they stop. They know. Mm -hmm. And they and, and they go and they're like they, they go look GTA, right? Mm -hmm. And that goes for every audience. That goes for the casual audience. That yep. goes for the mid-out audience and the diehards like us, right? The, all the people that are here, you're all diehards, right? You say GTA, we're like we're, we're, we're like the meerkats. You, 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 you lift your head up, right? Why I'm bringing GTA into this conversation isn't so much for what we've learned about GTA. Now, I do have some stuff... Uh, and I want to read uh, uh, what Strauss Zelnick, who is, of course, Take-Two's uh, CEO, 
had to say. He said the Rockstar Games team is determined to once again set creative benchmarks for the series, our industry, and our all uh, uh, our entertainment, uh, mm-hmm. just as the label has done with every one of their frontline releases. Uh, he goes like uh, he said. He goes on to say, "We look forward to sharing more as soon as we are ready. So please stay tuned to the Rockstar Newswire for the official details." Mm-hmm. Uh, and this again, this this is this comes from the CEO. Now, what's interesting and what I want to bring into the conversation is um, Benji Sales. If you don't know who Benji Sales is on Twitter, you should definitely follow that guy. Good friend of this program. Great friend of the community. He posted something the other day uh, during the financials that came the way of take two folks. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you a number and you're going to not believe me. Uh, you're going to be like, boom, you are straight up lying. And I can confer that that is not in fact the case. This, these numbers have been confirmed as of the current quarter. Grand theft auto five has sold 170 million copies. Try and just digest that for a second. 170 million copies Insanity. of Grand Theft Auto V since its inception on the Xbox 360, right, and the PS3 to current gens. Now, why is that important to about the conversation I'm about to have? Well, look, Sony has been the leader of the market for decades. Now, PlayStation 2, dominant. PlayStation 1, dominant. Now, we saw them falter a little bit, PlayStation 3, because of how they built the system, uh, how, how they, how they you know, talk to their fans. Hey, you gotta get a, if you got to get a second job, tough titty, right? Uh, and they, they stumbled. But towards the end of the PlayStation 3 generation, they, they gained back the lead. They just edged out Microsoft's uh, Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation 4, well, this is how you share games. They want a generation, folks. That's, 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 a, that's a reality. That's not even a, an opinion. That, that actually happened. And here we are in 2022. They currently have nearly 22 million PlayStation 5s versus mm-hmm. Xbox with their 16.5 million. So Xbox is making some grounds, right? The PlayStation is, 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 you know, is not as a, a seven to one as they were last gen. So mm-hmm. where, where am I going with this deal? Where, where am I taking us down this dark road? Well, what I w- I'm going to suggest is something that I, when I say this, I put this out to the ethers. I should get a phone call tomorrow for a six figure job by, from Microsoft. I won't, but I should. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. Grand Theft Auto uh, six, whatever it's going to be called. Right. Uh, is not expected to release for another two years. That this mm-hmm. is what we're this is what we're expecting. At least. Yeah. At least. But not 2023, potentially holiday 24, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Where I'm going and where I'm taking this is at that point, Microsoft is gonna own Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. At that point, marketing rights will have reverted back to Microsoft where Sony no longer has a connection to it other than the fact that it's just on their box. Yeah, Call of Duty, Warzone 2, and and the new Call of Duty, whatever. Yeah, it's on the box. It's no problem. 7643 customer, go ahead and go pay for it, right? Or mm-hmm. give me your, your $1,000 whale for your Warzone 2, right? Microsoft is going to be swimming in the money. 
this is where I take this to an Xbox conversation, folks. Um, marketing rights during the Xbox 360 era was a focal point mm-hmm. for the dominance that we saw that was the Xbox yeah. 360. Uh, Steel, I'm saying this publicly. And like I said, I'm not getting a dime for this. I don't have a marketing degree. I don't care what Take Two is asking. I don't care if it's three hundred million. I don't care if it's five hundred million. I don't care if it's three. I don't care if it's three quarters of a billion dollars. If I am Microsoft, and I know that they listen to this show, and I know that I have no right to make these claims because I'm not a marketing manager and I don't work for them, I drop this bag at two K and say, "Here's a blank check. Fill it out however you see fit." We want marketing rights, not dropping it into Game Pass day and day. No, 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 no. We don't want that because we know mm. that's not going to fly. We just want the marketing rights for GTA 6. And I'm going to tell you right now, if this were to happen, folks, it would make Sony become the Sega of today. They would become third-party publisher. They would God of War would be on Xbox. And I know that's a wild claim, but just... Think about this for a second, right? The way that the marketing is going to work when the family plan comes here mm-hmm. and God of War is out in the ether dropping into Xbox Game Pass. The, I could see it. I could literally see it on the billboard. For as low as $5 a month, you can play the newest Call of Duty if you're in the Xbox family plan, which a lot of people are going to jump into because, well, $5 a month. Now, think about this. Again, just, just a food for thought. Mm-hmm. Sony's current uh, current price, $18 a month, no day and date first party. Microsoft, $5, up to five people, $25 a month. Everyone gets cloud gaming, gets game cloud saves, gets day and date first party releases, which is going to start releasing in an abundance next year. Once Call of Duty is a part of this conversation, Steel, it is literally, no pun intended, game over. Now, if you add to the mix marketing rights for mm-hmm. the most anticipated GTA in the history of GTA, and you're able to throw Call of Duty on one box and the GTA uh, you know, picture, GTA 6, on the same box or another box, what you have is exactly what we saw Sony do two, mm-hmm. two or three years ago with Spider-Man. They took the 2018 Spider-Man, they made a special edition Spider-Man PS, uh, PS4 Slim. They bundled it to $199, and they still hold the record to this day. I have painted a ridiculous, very lucrative Microsoft picture for you. What are your thoughts on this? Um, for me, just I'm, let's let's run with that a little bit. Let's go to speculation town. I know you know you're the mayor. I'm the mayor, so by the me, way. Yeah, just give me just let co-mayor. me let me hit the keys to get behind the white picket fence. Let me see. Um, I'm seeing a couple unicorns right now, and if uh, me, I, I want to go ride on this unicorn. So, I think if Microsoft was able to get the the marketing rights, it would definitely flip everything on its head. Yeah. Uh, do do I think? I do kind of separate out a little bit. Do I think that it's going to put Sony in a position to where it may be, as you said, uh, make turn them into a publisher? I don't necessarily know uh, because there's going to be a lot I mean, that's, that's that, going that, to that go that into is, that, that is a little outrageous. I even said it myself. Right. Which I, but I also completely understand because 
GTA 5 is hit for a decade <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So we do kind of expect and GTA has been on a upward trajectory since it's been out. Um, all GTAs. Every, everybody gets excited for that next iteration, no matter what, even if you don't take it seriously. And especially with GTA Online being more of a prevalent thing, depending on how they incorporate that with GTA 6, it may 100% be well worth for Microsoft to get those marketing rights. But uh, you were saying, hey, well, they don't throw in the Game Pass. They just want the marketing rights for it. I think it would probably be more worth to get it on Game Pass, maybe not for a long time, as we do see with some games. Where they come in, they get rolled out. GTA Five has, has done that a few times. Where it's come in and then rolled out. I think that would be a little bit more I mean, it would, I, I didn't want to push the envelope that far because I would just, I personally, I'd be happy with just the marketing rights to be able to right. slap that sticker on the box. But what mm -hmm. you're suggesting is madness. Could you could you just imagine that in Not, the same year, yeah, Call of Duty dropped into Game Pass, mm -hmm. you could get GTA Six. It's it's it's, it's unfathomable. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, and it is a little bit on the deeper deeper inside of things. But the reason I say that is because getting getting it in Game Pass is going to do favors for. Rockstar, but we can also be honest and say Rockstar could probably possibly look at that and say, We don't need your marketing rights, we don't need um to get put in Game Pass, we can just stand on our own two feet and sell 170 million copies of this game. Yep. They could very well do that. Rockstar has a lot to prove with this GTA, so it's hard for me to step on that line and be like, Ah, you know, maybe they should do these things because a lot of people are going to look at this one kind of side eye. Like, ah, I don't know. It's, they said it's woke. Oh, people don't like playing as a female main protagonist for whatever reason. I don't. I don't understand that. Uh, all main protagonists have to be male for some reason, but that could be a problem for some people. That there, there is a lot that's going to ride on this iteration of the game um, that may throw some people for a loop. But if it's possible, if they are able to get the marketing rights, if they are able to cut a deal for Game Pass, of course, that's going to put them in a position to where. If you were scared, Sony, if you were scared about Call of Duty possibly pulling people away and it's still going to be multi-platform, well, what do you think is going to happen with GTA? That's a And that's almost a bigger worry because people literally live in Grand Theft Auto Online. They yeah. come home from their job and they come home to be an NPC, a real world, an NPC in the game for yeah. some other person's world. That's literally, there's a million channels that do these things. So GTA has that depth. Um, as far as like the, you know, the wokeness and everything else, again, that's, that's also why I was saying why Rockstar has a lot to prove, just because with the exits that they have seen and with the times kind of changing. A, a lot of big changes over there for sure. Yeah. Right. And then with the times changing and everything too, people are more sensitive than they were before. And I'm not going to say that it's right or it's wrong or people should feel this way or you should feel. No, I don't. Look, everybody's going to take things how they take it. But you can always tell when somebody's good at their craft, when they're able to adjust to the times. Maybe, yes, you guys might have liked the racial slurs and the satire and everything else the previous GTAs used to do, making fun of everybody. But I can also be honest and say, none of those stories are memorable to me. I don't, I never played GTA for that personally. Also came up in a different, I also came up in a different era. So GTA for me until about four was all about just 
getting in, blowing stuff up, getting five stars, running around, just seeing how much chaos I could start within X amount of time, right? And then before I noticed three hours later, I've been on a five-star chase and I'm tired. I want to, I'm going to play something different now. So I, I want to see if Rockstar truly is what people see them as. And I want to see them put out a good story. I want them to see, if, are they really going to take this Bonnie and Clyde thing to the next level? Because this could be something that attracts a lot of different people. Not only the guys, not only the girls, not only this audience or that audience. You're kind of pulling in everybody else because who doesn't know who Bonnie and Clyde is? And if you don't know, this is a way for you to get familiar. And if they tell that story well, there could be a lot of time investment had there. And that's the main thing that I'm more so worried about. Um, put out a good product. The rest will speak for itself. Yeah, I absolutely agree, and I, I do. I do want to drive home this point before we get everyone at the uh, the H out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't want Sony to go out of business. I know someone in the chat said, "Hey, boom, why do you, why do you want Sony to go out of business?" I I never suggested that. I'm saying what's going to happen is Sony's going to have to pivot. They're going to have yeah. to adjust. What yeah. what does that mean? That means that at some point, what Microsoft is doing is so incredible that they're going to have to drop their games in their first party. And that's a win for boom, because I don't like spending 7643. I would like to do what I did with Stray. Stray is an amazing game. I'm having a blast with it. And I got the service because that game was in there day and date. It did for me, for a Sony console, what Microsoft has been doing for me for years with Xbox Game Pass. Ultimately, I would like to see Sony... Uh, and, and I and, and I I disagree with Jim Ryan. And again, I'm not a business major. I think that you would have way more people subscribing to your $18 top tier if they want. If they want to, they want to give you a little bit, but not everything. Please explain to me, Steele, how the remaster, remake, remaster in The Last of Us is not dropped into the $18 top tier. Not all three tiers, right? The top tier. It's a missed opportunity for them to funnel people into their service. What Microsoft has been doing. Are they at 30 million, 35 million? We don't know, but we know that they're hitting switches. And we know that on the last financial, they were down in everything but subscription services, which means that they had gains there. And the Mm -hmm. reason why Microsoft continues to see gains there is because the inherent value versus today's market is unmatchable. Mm-hmm. And Sony has an opportunity to do the exact same thing. Take mm-hmm. your first party masterpieces, put them in your top tier, hold them in front of us like a carrot. And, and you know what? For the one person that's going to spend $76.43 on your game, you might get just as many people to subscribe because they're like, well, you know, I wasn't thinking about getting God of War. I didn't play God of War since like the PSP days, but that one looks pretty dope. Yeah, I'll jump in for eighteen dollars a month or one hundred twenty, and I can guarantee you that they would bring home just as much money as the old dinosaur way of selling console, mm-hmm. selling a game for you to play versus putting something into the service. And they could have tested that. They could have tested that with the Last of Us remake, and they could've. chose not to do it. They could have. And that would have been something that Xbox would have done, like you saw with Hive Busters. Hey, here's the DLC. Mm, it's part of your subscription. Yeah, just get it. Go play it. 
or like they've done with other games, with the resolution boost and the frame boost and, and everything else. Make that part of the service so your consumer base knows that you value them as consumers. You've already hit them twice over the head for, let's just use that main example, for a game like Last of Us. What I think the better opportunity would have been, what if you what if they would have came out and said, hey, by the way, if you guys bought Last of Us previously, I mean, it's tied to whatever your account that you're signed in with. You get this new upgrade, all the bells and whistles for free. You don't have to worry about anything. We appreciate you guys' service, but we wanted to update it um, because we do have some newer content. We got a show coming out, um, and we just want everybody to experience this fantastic title because Last of Us, the first game, was an amazing game. Yeah. It, 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 it's in my top five games of that have ever been made. Yeah. So like I it, get it, it. Is, it is it is a modern day masterpiece. Exactly. And I, and I get it. But obviously that's not the model. Obviously they still don't believe of it. Believe in it. Um I saw somebody else, I think it was Counter-Strike he mentioned, um how come Xbox isn't going to be a straight shooter with the numbers then if Game Pass is doing what they're they don't have to. They don't have to do that. They, they, right. they, they there's there's also this other thing going on within the the community and the industry where they're trying to decide whether it's okay to talk to us or not because yeah. and that's, 70 and that's that, the community's fault ps by the way and it's because because 75 to 80 percent of the time people are not satisfied regardless if we if xbox came out tomorrow and said 50 million oh why aren't you at 100 then oh uh, it's, it's game pass and our devs ain't getting paid even though the devs get paid up yeah. front like ridiculous there's there's so there's so many other things that get thrown into that. So it's like, why aren't they being bold about the numbers? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're it's not where they want it to be. Maybe, but they've also people like Phil have, have also come out and said we weren't expecting this type of growth this fast because yes. of the pandemic and everything. Yep. So obviously they are ahead of their curve. How far ahead of that curve we don't know. Well, That's here's something, we here's something to else to consider. You know, I, 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 again, shout out to Counter-Strike being here. You know, he's a Sony guy, but he's here. I appreciate that very much. Obviously, oh, you know, yeah. you know you, you're here and, and I appreciate the view and, and the commentary. Uh, you want to know what, here's another, here's another thing that Sony could have done and proves why they don't care about you personally and they didn't care about your wallet. They could have said, as a part of top tier PlayStation Plus, Every visual upgrade that would charge you $10, guess what, free? But they didn't do that, Steel. Instead of charging mm -hmm. you $10 for upgrade on a Game X, you're still paying $10 for upgrade of Game X, mm -hmm. right? So, again, it, it, it's, it's just the little things that are not being done, okay? And like I said, I, wanna, I, I, I do want to reel this back in. Yeah. My thought process on this for Microsoft, who does listen to this program or, or at least Xbox Factor podcast, mm -hmm. go out and drop the bag off at 2K and lock up those marketing rights right now. Steal Sony's thunder. And what you do is you win the generation on what Sony, how Sony won the generation last, last, uh, last gen. They won it by dominance in their first party, which Microsoft has circled the wagons and is doing as we speak. Yes. Are they light this year? Sure. But let's not let's not play stupid and pretend that they don't have a smorgasbord of AAA games coming. Don't don't play that game because you're going to look like a boob. OK, uh, the games are coming. We have to wait. Yes, it sucks. Yes, that 100 percent. 
But the reality is those games are coming, Steele. And how else did Sony win last gen? Mindshare, market share, third-party deals, the, the, the GTA box, to this box, to that box. Remember? That all the yeah. big marketing, all the big marketing deals locked up behind Sony. Well, Microsoft doesn't need Call of Duty because they own it now. And you know what? And you know what? You don't have to go out and get the next Star Wars game as a marketing deal or the mm -hmm. next uh, this game as a marketing deal. You need just hashtag just one. And if you were to go out, and I say you, and I mean obviously Microsoft. Yeah. And would be go out and get Grand Theft Auto Six marketing rights. It is a it's just a knockout punch. Now again, I'm not a marketing dude. I'm just would speaking be. from a fan's point of view. Uh, Microsoft is probably not going to do that. Their mar you know their marketing team. Yeah, you know sometimes it's a little questionable. But if you want a free one, you want the free raise. You want to look like a, the big man on campus. Uh, marketing team, use my mm -hmm. idea, take it and run with it. Don't even give me credit. It's fine. But I think that that's <laughs> what they should do. But ladies and gentlemen, that is your new episode of X-Vlog Live with my very special guest, Steel Rain, one half of, of course, Living Split Screen, Saturdays mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with Pong Soul, a show that I listen to every week without fail, uh, that you should be adding to your rotation of podcast steel, sell your brand brother. And all more importantly, where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? Absolutely. Boom. It was a pleasure, man. It was, it was a beautiful conversation to be have. Uh, I know it was supposed, it was supposed to be a, a little bit of a shorter show, but you get into these passionate conversations and uh, interesting conversations. Eh, they can run a little bit long, but um, again, I greatly appreciate you for reaching out, just hitting me up about it. Um, again, I had an amazing time and beautiful people. I'll start off with something easy. If you want to find me, look, you can type it in, in your search bar right now. It doesn't matter which one. You got Ask Jeeves, you got Yahoo, you got Google. Uh, <laughs> I, Steel Rain I, the T is a seven. You will find me. Um, guarantee, type it in, Twitch, Twitter, Xbox, PC, place, whatever it is, you will end up finding me. Um, other than that, every Saturday morning, like Boom said, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, and 3 p.m. UK time, uh, me and my brother from another poem, Soul, the X-Men, who is not Cyclops, um, we host in a non-console-centric platform, basically covering everything that's going on within the industry, um, taking that RTS view. Pulling yourself out of the world, looking at the darker crevices of the map, pulling our resources together, and uh, building up that foundation for not only the community, um, but also for the industry um, and having those passionate conversations um, as we try to reach those 3 billion gamers, just as Phil Spencer wants to reach. Again, um, that's the biggest thing. So uh, other than that, again, boom, greatly appreciate you for having me on. It was an amazing show. Love everything that you do here. You're a pillar. Not only is Xbox a pillar to Microsoft, but you are a pillar to our gaming community. Uh, don't want you to ever That's forget that. That's very kind that. of you to say. I, I super appreciate that. No, Thank I you. mean, and it's 100% honest. Um, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you have a fantastic rest of your day. Boom. Lead us to victory. Yeah, I just want to shout out two people because we got two super chats that I missed. Okay. Obviously, it's it's a little difficult. I got a lot going on, so my, my mind is a little racy. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Good morning, Boomin panel. Microsoft should drop the money like $700 million, make it part of Game Pass Ultimate Day 1, and it doesn't leave. I mean, money talks. 
And Microsoft yeah. has money to burn, literally money to burn. Uh, Rel in the chat. And Rel, I don't recognize the name. First of all, I want to say welcome to the program. If you are new, please consider subscribing. Thank you for the $2 super chat. I would definitely appreciate the generosity. He says Sony is scared. Xbox will make Call of Duty multiplayer uh, free to play. Uh, well, I am going to say that the only thing to that is Microsoft in these uh, these newer their their recently uh, revealed responses from this week, they clearly said making anything uh, that's uh, that's currently on the PlayStation platform exclusive would cost them millions of dollars. So they're, they're not trying to make anything that's current like Diablo uh, four is, is going to be a multiplat. Um, right. you know, the, 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 the hero character shooter that they have out is, is going to be multiplayer call mm-hmm. of duty war zone, call of duty proper. It's going to be multiplayer. It's going to be multi-plat because it, they'd be insane. They'd literally be leaving millions of dollars on the table. Now I'm not going to say that. Let's say if Raven studios decides to make a uh, singularity too, which is what I hope that they do or toys for Bob goes out and makes a banjo kazooie or a conquer yeah. That's going to be first party. Well, you know, it's going to be it's going to be exclusive, um, but good stuff all around. Steel, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Sorry, it went mm-hmm. over about twenty minutes longer than it should have, but uh, like I said, we that, we definitely got into uh, uh, a lot of stuff to get into a lot a lot of heavy conversation. More so with more of the information that has come out about Xbox mm-hmm. and what they had to say. And and, and honestly, Steel, to close, I'm very happy to see that Microsoft has showed their fangs. I'm glad that it's not sitting on the good guy laurels that they are trying to explain that, yeah, Sony isn't the victim here. Sony isn't a good guy. They are who we thought they were, uh, as Coach Green said. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to uh, at two o'clock today. I'm be sitting down with Boxenberger on his channel to talk about this and a whole bunch of other uh, on the world of gaming tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Breakfast with Boom. We have two awesome guests, Matt from Fun Speculation and Noof Nukem returning to podcasting along hey. with the along with the crew that you know that you know and love. And it's going to be a great it's going to be a great day. Uh, for tomorrow's Breakfast at Boom, we'll be talking about the 30-minute gameplay that has con- been confirmed for Redfall, folks. That's right. At, game, at, at, at Gamescom, they're going to be showing 30 minutes of actual gameplay, which I cannot wait to see. And uh, big shout-out to the Super Chats that came in today. They definitely help power the show. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something, folks, that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my father taught us when we were kids. And he said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of X-Vlog Live. (laughs) 